Hey, yo, what is up, Washington Football Addicts, Washington Football Nation? We are back again live, 8.30 p.m., 8.36 p.m. East Coast Standard Time. Here to re-look re, uh, at, evaluate, trash, talk shit about the Dallas Cowboys game this Sunday. Got myself, Steve. Got my boy, Phil, down below. What's up, Phil? Hello, hello. Dev was crackalagging. He's here. He's muted. You just know he's here. And today, <laughs> today we are joined by a very special guest, a uh, friend of ours, friend of the show. Um, and not special because he rides the short bus. No, he's just now starting his own new Washington football team based content podcast so let's go ahead and welcome our friend mr Derek manning aka the burgundy boss what's up bro how you doing welcome to the show boss. how's it going guys man i'm glad to be man it's it's been a while i think last time we had you on it was a little barbershop love a little, little bit of drinking a little bit of a yeah. little fun times yeah, i think it was a while ago yeah i think it was i think it was me and andy burrows Oh, I remember that one. Remember that? that? Some, yeah. The debauchery right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was great a little stuff. bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we had someone join in the chat. Redskins Penn State fan here at 915. Thomas Miller, I knew you were coming. Welcome to the show. Let's get it on Sunday. That's right, bro. That is right. Thank you for joining. And, um, yeah, so, Derek, uh, let's uh, let's just reintroduce you to to – all the listeners out there and just tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you got your, your podcast is coming out and if you haven't done so his episode one is about himself, but you know what, because he's here, we're going to make him do it again. Derek, just tell us a quick, quick little bit about yourself, your fan story. And then uh, where you're going, which, with, uh, which podcast. All right. So I'm a rare breed of Washington fan. Uh, not only am I from the Midwest born and raised, uh, but also uh, I'm one of the uh, younger Washington fans, uh, kind of like Rio. You know, he uh, never seen a winning season. You know, never really had a franchise quarterback. Don't know what that is. You know, uh, if we go to the playoffs, wow, that's that's the best season ever. Like, and uh, so I just started this podcast. It's something I've been talking about for a few years now, and I've I've always kind of just pushed it to the back burner. You know, kind of instigated it. And uh, I finally said, you know what? I said, there's no better time than never to start this. So I'm starting it. I'm doing it and uh, going all in with it. Uh, you can find me on, on Twitter at Burgundy Boss, Burgundy with an A, that is. And you can find me on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. That's right. And you, you make a good point. You know, there, there is no better time. There's no right time. There's no bad time. There's no wrong time. You just got to do it. So yeah. it, it, it is what it is. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. Our man, the OG Corey. What's going on? On the oh. warpath. Welcome. Yes. We checked on Rod. Rod's doing okay, man. He's, he's, he's ready for this weekend. Uh, he's in his black he's, hole. He's moved on. I know. Literally. I know. Raider Nation is still still going strong. Let me see who the Raiders. He had a he had a rough weekend, man. Spanked his ass real good. Yeah, I don't even know who they play this weekend. Oh, they yeah, no, they're playing the Chiefs. They're playing the Chiefs. They're playing the Chiefs. They're playing oh, the that's Chiefs. That's a big one. Yeah. So What's hey, up, Warpath. Corey. Corey the Sanchez. Corey the Sanchez. Sanchez. Hey, 
enemy intel this is what we do right are they them boys so let's talk about the 2021 cowboys man they're at the top of the division right now right Barely. sitting at sitting they, at a big they, fat they, eight they, and four. they are they are due to good fortune Good they have fortune. not been playing like a top of the division team the past few weeks. Right. They started out really hot and then uh, kind of tapered off. They had a lot of injuries. But the downside is, we'll talk about the injuries in a minute, they are as healthy as they've been in a long time this week, which is which is bad. So before we move on and, and talk about Ref the District, what's going on? Thanks for joining, fellas. Yes, yeah. F Dallas. Let's go get a dub. That's right. In the spirit uh, of Christmas, F Dallas. F Dallas. That's right. <laughs> it's okay. We can curse here because we're never going to be monetized. So it is all good. So Derek, what's your opinion of the 21, 2021 Dallas Cowboys, man, just off the hip, what, what you think about them so far? They're just like any other year of Cowboys. They start off real hot and they meet their eventual demise. And I yeah. think we are just seeing the beginning of the demise. They are fortunate enough to get healthy when they do. And now is the time. Of course, you know, not going to catch any breaks for us. We never catch any breaks. So nothing else is expected. Yeah. I mean, Phil was talking about it earlier. They're, they're uh, eight and four. So let's go ahead and take a quick look at who they've played so far. Yeah. Look how they started the season. And look it's how they are now. So, far. so yeah, they, 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 they played um, – they had Tampa to start out with, um, took that L. Then they moved on to the Chargers, won that game, 2017. Took it to the Eagles, 41-21. The Panthers, 36-28. The Giants, 44-20. Overtime versus the Patriots, 5-1, and then they hit their bye. 6-1 and one versus the Vikings, 6-2. and two. They took an L to the Broncos. And then they took a win. They trounced the Falcons, unexpected. Took an L to the Chiefs, 9-19. Overtime loss to the Raiders, which we were all Raiders fans on Thanksgiving Day for that one game. And they beat up on New Orleans, 27-17. And here they are as a 8-4 team. You know, we, we were on a streak, five games, five games. We're, no, we're, aim, we're aiming for five. We're going for four on four. We're going for five. So, yeah, I mean, it, their schedule's pretty pretty much like ours. We played all these very similar teams, right? I, and let's just take a look at who they got left. Are they're, they're almost sitting like us with one, two, three, four division games out of five left. I think we're five out of five for division games for the rest of the season, which is just some some nonsense, man. I don't know what the, the scheduling gods are, are doing to us, but um, – yeah, so let's let's take a look at their offense, offensive numbers, and then we'll 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 start talking about this for a second. So right now, uh, I think it's further up here. Number one ranked yardage offense in the league. Like like Dev says, that don't mean shit, right? Dev, at, at times, yardage don't mean anything. He's on mute, but it, it doesn't necessarily don't mean shit. Mean, it means they move the ball. It means it means that. They probably get within scoring range, right? Points four. Say, that's what matters, right? Go ahead, Derek. I was going to say, it means they're a great 20-to-20 20 20 offense. That's about yeah. all it means. 
Well, they are the second-ranked scoring team in the league. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's what I was going to say. It's, I think they're a little bit they more score than that. points. Um, but let's keep in mind when we talk about offense, right? Now, they're ranked right now as the sixth-best rushing offense in the league. All right? And uh, fourth was it? They are fourth-best in passing. Yeah. But look at the rushing totals. Before the bye week and after the bye week. Before the bye week, they went five of six games going over 120 yards rushing. All right. One game, the first game, they only had 60 against the Bucks. Then it was 198, 160, 245, 201, 122 against the Patriots. They come out the bye week 78, 78, 114, 82, 64, and then they had 146 against the Saints. Um, who, if we had commit, were committing to the run back then, we would have had that against the Saints too. So I think that they've started to get away from their bread and butter. Now, I don't know if some of that's just because they've been struggling in some of these games or what the case may be, but uh, I think there's, there's, a, there's some telltale signs that uh, things are a little different. Um, also, the big thing I noticed is that their turnovers – are have an uptick in the last six games versus the first six games. Um, if you look at it, I mean, they had seven turnovers in their first six games. Um, in the last six games, they have uh, not was no, my math sucks. Uh, no, it's nine, nine in the last six games. So there's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of uptick there. So I, I think that. They're playing different ball in the last six games. And I don't know. It's hard to say whether or not that the game and the way the games have gone have caused that, or is that yeah. they changed how they're playing and that's causing them to lose games. Nah, yeah. man, just there. People got more film on them. It's the same thing with us. We were like the butthole worst defense in the league for the first half of the year. Now, all of a sudden, the last four or five games or so, we start you know, clicking and, and showing our potential on defense. It's the same thing happened to them except in reverse. They were killing each other, everybody in the beginning of the year, but now kind of everything's kind of settled. The teams are showing who they really are. So at least I'm hoping. Right. Hey, Marcus, Marcus E. Lynn, friend of the show. Welcome. What up, Dallas Week? Thomas Millen says, scheduling gods are blessing us if we want it. That's true. You know, this is this is right That's for the true. taking. Five division games left. This is where and championships really- are made. It is, and I'm man. not looking you at any of these out. games like shit. That's a loss. Yeah, none of that's them. True. Not right now. Yeah. How many of these you think we have to win to at least get in the playoffs? I say two to get in the playoffs. I think we need to win two. Uh, but they're going to have to be against. They're going to have to be against the Eagles and and uh, and Cowboys too. They can't, you know, be the Cowboys and the Giants. They got to be. I think we. Ha- I think we have to beat the Giants and we have to sweep either or the Cowboys or Philly. But I if, think if the yeah. Vikings lose tonight, I think they're out of it, like out, out, out of it. It's right. zero, zero right now. We need we need Pittsburgh to go ahead and handle business right there. Did you um, bet on the game? No, I didn't bet on the game today. I should have. I would if I did. I would have laid it on the Steelers. I would. Uh, they're they're on the upswing. It was uh, what was it Steeler? I think the spread was yeah. On Minnesota had a three and a half spread. I would have bet Steelers all day on that one. But so let's go a little bit further down and look at some of their individual individual numbers. So Dak is having another Dak year. He's been healthy, uh, very productive. Sixty nine percent 
That's that's pretty darn good. That's what you're going to get from Dak Prescott. And that's actually he's had some some they have a lot of injuries regarding their receiving core. Uh, Amari Cooper's been in and out. Jerry Judy. They do, and then their their tight end, uh, Dalton Schultz is uh is up and coming as well. But let's talk rushing. Derek, what do you think about their running attack between Dak Prescott and Tony I think, Pollard? I think that uh, Tony Pollard is kind of coming into his own this year. Uh, I think yeah. he's really like – there's argument that can be made right now that Tony Pollard is actually the better running back in Dallas right now. Now, Isn't some that of that crazy? may it's have crazy. to do with Zeke's injury. Yeah. And some of it you – because know, Zeke has that banged-up knee that he's been complaining about for you know half the season already. Yeah. You know, Dallas fans, that gives them a reason to cry. So, I think, it's just, it's I think Tony Pollard is actually excuses. the better back. Yeah, I agree. He, he's gonna. I think he's going to come forward uh, and show it, not necessarily in this game. But uh, Marcus Edelin says, Tony Pollard has plantar fasciitis. Ezekiel Elliott knee may hamper their running game. Hey, if we could be lucky enough and both of them could be out, even better. But but you look at the yardage. That's, they have 13 and a, 1350, 1367 yards combined. That's a lot of yardage. You know, that's good. Yeah. I don't know what our numbers are sitting at, but that's a lot of volume. That's pretty good. Eight touchdowns for Zeke. He's just not the Zeke that he was before. And you're right. I think the injuries are bothering him, but he's getting paid an awful lot of money. Carry that rock. Yeah. I don't know. Getting paid hey, an uh, awful lot of money is split time. That's right. Ryan Eli- Elias, Elias, welcome. Kirk TD. So that must mean it's uh, set. Well, I'm not going to say seven to nothing because <laughs> the Minnesota kicker likes to shank them, shank yeah. them balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just hit a bomb to Justin Jefferson. And they're down feeling too. That should be interesting. Let's talk uh receivers, yeah. receiving core. What, what do you what do you think, Phil? It's good. Uh, it, they spread the ball around. Um CD Lamb gets a it's funny because he he's not he's leading the team in receptions by with by five over Dalton Schultz. However, He's way ahead in targets. Like he has uh, the receiving core. The only guy who has a worse catch percentage is Michael Gallup, um, who's you know a reserve at this point. But I mean, they have C.D. Lamb's got fifty-seven catches. Dalton Schultz has fifty-two. Mari Cooper has forty-six. Zeke has forty. That's three guys over forty receptions. Yeah, it is. You know, they spread that ball around. That, that That's one thing they do well is they don't lean on one guy per se. At the same time, you know, that that's there's a positive and a negative to that. Positive is that it makes it so defenses have to defend more than one guy. The negative is, is that if you do too much of it, you know, you, you tend not to ride that hot hand as much. And I think, for instance – Tony Pollard, he should be getting yeah. a lot more touches than he's getting, but they're so focused on spreading the ball around that they're not riding their hot hands. It's hard to, it's hard to say that when a dude's getting four and a half yards of carry still and 40 catches. I mean, yeah, it's hard Pollard to say. Is is it, 5.6 per carry. That's yeah, but you gotta look, he's getting the, he's getting the ball in different situations than is he, he's not getting the ball on, on, Third and two. If you want a comparison, do you know how many guys on how many Washington players have over 40 receptions without looking? Four over 40 receptions? Uh, All right, two. Probably two. Togan. No, he ain't playing enough. 
It ain't playing enough. It's going to be Terry and uh, McKissick. No, I'm going to say McKissick. Only McKissick. Nobody Terry else. McKissick. Terry's yep. got 61 catches. I would have yeah, yeah. So See, yeah. Terry has more receptions than anybody on Dallas. McKissick has the most receptions than any run. McKissick in the has right now. 43. Yeah. Now, Antonio Gibson has 31. He's actually the third leading receiver on this team now. Um, so good on him. Whenever we, we before McKissick that. before McKissick went down, he was leading all running backs and receiving in receptions again. Would have been for the second. I think he's still yeah. close to one or two. Now Man. we don't do a we don't do a half bad job of getting the ball to the tight end. Let me uh, kind of run it down here because we haven't run too many two tight end sets. We ran some last game until uh, Logan got hurt. Yeah, but I mean you I've have that- Ricky. Seals Jones has 23 catches. Logan Thomas has 18. John Bates has 12. That's they have a combined 53 receptions between the three of them, which is not bad for not for, bad production for that tight end yeah. position, especially because it's been mostly one tight end set. Yeah. And they're averaging over 10 yards a catch combined, five touchdowns. Um, you know, Dalton Schultz is getting giving you equal production. But Dalton Schultz is the only guy really out there at tight end for they them. They got Blake Jarwin. He's decent. Uh, what's what's he's he not, doing? Yeah, he got Jarwin. 15 targets all year. Yeah, he has he, 10 catches. I think I think uh, Schultz has established himself as the TE1, tight end one, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Washington highlights, welcome. Yeah, Tony Potter's game time decision because of injury. Yep. Uh, our boy Marcus Edelner said earlier that he's got plantar fasciitis, so he's definitely uh, – That hurts definitely, like a uh, bitch, too. I've had time. that. Marcus says Richard Jones is going to be back. Yeah, right after this, we're going to talk the injury report from today on Thursday. And uh, Washington Highlights also says Montez Sweat is out again. Yep, we heard that. But I also saw something on Twitter that said uh, he might – there's a chance. There's a chance. So there might have been some media – not manipulation, but media got some information wrong that he might be able to be eligible for Sunday, but it's you all mean Mike Florio and Tom Lavero got all well, out. He has, a, he, has a, he has to pass a test twice in 24 hours. As long as he can do he it, does. he can play. Yeah, yep, that's it, that's it. So, hey, so I uh, I looked it up the other day. We were talking about, you know, using two tight end sets very much, and I yeah. looked it up the, day, the other day. We run three wide receiver, one tight end, one running back, 77% of the time which is the second wow. highest in the league. The only team that uh, does that more than us is the Rams. So that's three course. receivers, one tight end, and one running back, 70%? Yeah, 77%. Okay. So that's the that's the base. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we, ran as a base. we ran that as a base for the last about four years of Gibbs as coach um, the first time around. We ran, we ran that. Uh, Actually, that's under Jay too, huh? He loved the three. Ran that a lot under, under Jay. Which I think that's the standard for every team now. Yeah, passing, yeah, especially with league. especially with the fact that wide receivers are being used more in the run game, except for it's Baltimore. Yeah, it's just it's surprising to me because we're looked at now more as like a run heavy team. You would think that we might go to more two tight end sets. You know, to kind well, you got to pick our slot it. receiver. Our slot receivers are the running backs. Like, so fun- you know, Chris Samuels was a running back at Ohio State. You got a uh, Andre Carter who still runs the ball as much as he catches it. So, but I, I think it's kind of brilliant, and I always wonder why don't teams don't do this more. Run out of run out of a four receiver set. Run out of a three receiver yeah. set it, on fourth and inches. Why not run four receiver sets? No, uh, no tight end, one running back. 
make them have their nickel dime packet so all the cornerbacks and then there, there's no I mean you got it first down right. nobody you ever does I mean have to win every time up front Oilers made a living of it under Warren Moon oh my uh, gosh you would never be able to stop that a, you you want to talk about this this is a little history for you Warren Moon when he ran to run and shoot down in Houston they didn't have a tight end on the roster most years Curtis Duncan con. Yeah, but who was that running back? Number thirty was it thirty four? They had a it couple. Wasn't, it, wasn't had, Rose here. it wasn't Rose. It wasn't Rose. Rose was Atlanta, right? The white to Gary Brown. Yeah, to Gary Brown. They had. I know Atlanta ran a run and shoot when they had uh, your boy down there, with Andre Rosenell, and they had oh, yeah. Chandler quarterback. Yes, because Jerry Glanville, who was the coach of the Oilers when they put in the run and shoot, went yeah. to Atlanta and brought it. With Eric him. Eric fucking Metcalf was dope. He could play like yeah, anywhere. Yeah. You don't know where he was gonna be at, man. Yeah, so Dev, let's Jones let's go to you. Going. Let's go to you. Let's let's talk about their defense. And I'm gonna highlight one particular column in general. So for those <laughs> you don't know, Micah Parsons. I'm gonna tell you right now, Dev, that was Dev's number one pick. Like he should yeah. Dev was all over like he should have been. That that, I'm the Penn State no, guy here. That's I right, you're a Penn State guy. But I remember from read the scouting reports is that well, I mean, you t- they what is was there conduct issues or I forget what it was. Yeah, maturity, yeah. maturity. And then they all said he was undersized for the position because then originally they had him at middle linebacker. Originally, well, he, in college, I think in high school he came in as a as a defensive end. Um, yeah. Then out of necessity in college, they moved into inside linebacker, and he was so good that that's where he stayed. Right. That, supposedly that's what I heard on the, you know, the interviews or something about when they moved into defensive end, that it's not anything new to him. But now, it, it wonder, not, because, you know, t- today I know that as of right now, Gregory and Lawrence are scheduled to make their debuts against us. Yeah, that's what I was so, saying. Is so, they're, so, they're healthy so they as said, they've been all year. They, this said, week. they said that Michael Parsons is going to be moved back to linebacker. Um, for He even said today, I know I'll be going back to linebacker for 70%. Of my plays, I won't be. I won't be playing right yeah. if he plays right. Yeah. But uh, but so that's where he's going to be. But that still means on passing downs, they're probably going to have about three of them in there, bro. Yeah. So that that, that could be a little uh, dicey, considering we have a lot of guys switching in and out on the offensive line, and uh, not newer guys at tight end. And if McKissick getting there, that's our best blocking running back too. It is. Yep. Uh, even though Smallwood did a pretty good job. Gotta keep the third short then. Yeah, right. going back to what uh, Ryan said, we missed this earlier. DeAndre Carter is a great example with that jet sweep. Right. Like, yeah, we're starting to see jet uh, DeAndre Carter more, and I'm, I'm gonna keep plugging it. Pierre Garcon was on our show back in was it October, episode eighty eight, and he said, "Man, y'all got to watch out for DeAndre, DeAndre Carter." He he called Dude, it. He I called it before see. he was even getting playing time. Can I ask you I wanna, a question? I want to see one. Do we actually run the jet sweep? All I see us do is fake it. Yeah, but maybe yeah, it's like the jab. A game. They might be setting it up, man, for this weekend. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking Curtis Samuel's gonna. <laughs> I think they're gonna unleash for twelve weeks just to throw gonna, off Dallas. I think they're gonna plan. unleash uh, Curtis Samuel this week, man. Yeah, I just got a weird feeling he's gonna. And Marcus, I'm gonna highlight this comment that Marcus said: Parsons is a beast, but you can run at him. And Dig gives up a lot of ball or yards with double and moves. Parsons we talked about this run. last week. Remember yeah. that Diggs is a home run guy, like D'Angelo Hall. He'll get some picks, but man, he's gonna get burned. You Parsons is also. Didn't he get torched by uh, F1 last year on that, yeah, on that deep touchdown? He, Terry. Ate him all game. Rocked yeah, when Terry rocked the baby. Rocked the cradle. Um, man, 
Parsons is also 230 pounds, guys. He's I mean, he's like that's what I'm saying. They said he was. I would I would, I would have position, I would pull and put Fisher. I would let what's his face? Uh, Eric just Flowers. Him? Oh, Flowers. No, yeah. Eric Flowers just bitch slap him across the field 24 hours a day. Like I would, they've <laughs> got to be angry. I would just run at 230 pounds linebacker uh, defensive end uh, in today's game. That's insane, bro. Yeah. And I mean, well, I think our smallest Michael, Michael offensive Parsons, line was like Michael Parsons is freak strong, but we actually Man. hold freak on, strong, freak strong. I got, I got, I got, I got four, idea five to that. Just run it. You know who else we have that's an elite? That's already becoming an elite blocker at his position. It's John Bates. Yeah. No I would, man, I don't want. I don't want to match up. I don't want to match up. I would basically call every play. And say Simple. it's a mirror. It just all depends on where we line Bates up, and Bates lines up wherever he sees um, Micah Parsons. And I would say your goal, you hit Parsons on every play, even if you're just running a pass pattern. Chip him. Yeah, I chip him every play. Like he's 230 pounds. You would probably don't even unless you just get out ram bomb, which he doesn't really use speed, which is odd. Um, he can, I guess, he bends the corner pretty well, but. I would, I, I got to think that uh, that Schweitzer or Eric Flowers get their hands on that guy is pretty much over. Yeah, look at those tackling I think numbers. Charles man. Leno would make his so, day very difficult. Go ahead, Derek. Yeah, so I was just going to say, I was curious. I looked it up because I knew uh, Shaka Tony was pretty light for a defensive end. Two forty-five. Shaka Tony is only two hundred and thirty-eight. Yeah, he dropped the yeah. weight because they were going to put him in linebacker. Yeah, Shaka yeah. Tony is a situational pass rusher, too. He's not an every down defensive end like Michael yeah. Parsons has been playing. Marcus yeah. says, I was just uh, curious. Ray is also a physical blocker. I'd like to see more. He's learning. We'll see more at it. We'll see more at it. He's definitely physical. He's raw, but he is physical. Yeah. I mean, we've got yeah. that's one thing I want to say in. about Sam Reyes that's going to make sure he has some kind of career in the NFL. He's not afraid of contact. Yeah, I'd like um, to see him put him in a backfield seen. one time, just let him lead block somebody, man. Just see what would happen. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. Um, so let's let's talk about the injury report. So we, we, we go ahead, Derek. You know, finish finish your saying. Yeah, I was just gonna. I'm not normally a PFF guy, you know, but I, I it just stumbled across Twitter the other day, and. uh John Bates in, in that Raiders game had a 95 blocking grade. And it, that just blew my mind. That's awesome. I was like, wow, that's good. That's really awesome. Didn't he block yeah, somebody and get knocked we, out? Y'all, y'all slept on Bates. When we got him, I was like, oh, my goodness. Shocker. Yeah. I knew he Real was quick. like a sneaky good receiver. I had no idea he was a good blocker. Well, so that's, why, that's why that's why he only caught 46 passes in like 45 games because Boise State only had him block. That's and then, because and then he, he was caught, so good he, at blocking. He caught, he caught everything that was thrown to him and missed nothing. You know he's only You got had, me, Phil. You got me. Hey, 13 he's got 13 targets this year and 12 catches. Yeah, that's and awesome. the one miss. Very questionable to anybody would have caught it because that was that was that piss poor screen pass Taylor Heineke threw last wow. game. Yeah, the rushed rush throw. Um, injury report. So we'll go over the watch football team. So today, linebacker Jordan Kunazic, I don't even know who he is, probably a special teamer, didn't play. The guy that, the guy that ducked the uh, onside kick that almost cost us a fucking game. 
Yeah. Twi- twice. I thought I was going to say, Jeff. Yeah, he ducked it both times, man. Why is somebody in the 50s out there on the hands team anyway? Like, I'm always, like I, why is he out there with a 50 number on the hands team? Maybe, maybe like, he's good at picking off passes. Uh, in which case, man, he should be. He, he literally did the limbo in. every time. He literally matrixed every on side. He could have caught it and just fell. But he literally matrixed, bro. Just watch it. He, like, does a whole under and it missed him like this, man. He shouldn't have been out there. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he was out there. Um, Wes Schweitzer did not play, so mm. didn't play Wednesday, didn't play Thursday, which means Keith Ismail might be he might be up mm. once again. But mm. he played a hell of a game, <laughs> hell of a, hell of a game, I think. That first, uh, that first game, he, that first game he came in for West, man. Oh my god, he was horrible. Keith Ismail yeah. though is proving that some sometimes you can get a decent player Deep if you give the them path. time to develop. Yeah, because well, you know he's, a, he's, they, a, he's they, a technician. You can tell. I don't know about physical yeah. abilities, but he's a technician. Good news. I mean, of course, John Alton limited, but Landon, Landon, and Jamin didn't practice Wednesday, and they're on the field today doing individual drills. So I, it'd be nice if we could get Landon down in the box Sunday. Same with JD. Same with JD. His concussion protocol. So, I mean, isn't it you either pass or you don't, right? Isn't that how the concussion protocol works? Well, so is Jamin. Yeah, Jamin's in concussion yeah. protocol too. So, I guess I didn't know what you could practice if you were in concussion protocol. I thought you were just out. But unless, I think you can do certain – you can't do contact drills, I believe. Okay, individual stuff. I think it progresses. Yeah, I think you got to pass – you got per, you got past so many certain points of uh, that you pass in order to do certain things. I think they do yeah. a light test. They'll let you go outside and practice. If you pass a light test, you do yeah. this and that. Okay. I took a concussion test once, man. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think I got a couple under my belt: snowboarding, football, baseball. <laughs> I, I got I I I got a sick nasty concussion story. I'll tell y'all one time from football. Sick. The. Uh, you know, Sheriff Samuel, this might be what the second game in a row we'll see uh, Samuel healthy or be third? Second, second. in a row. Hey, you got to start a streak, right? You got to start somewhere. And then uh, Ricky Seals Jones. So I, I wonder if is Bates going to be number one with Seals Jones as number two? Would that put Samus down, down to number three in the tight end, tight end room? Yeah. I actually you know what Dev said something that may, it made me smile when he says he'd like to see Samus line up as a fullback. That yeah. would be fantastic. I imagine him in more of a Chris Cooley type role than what he is. He looks to be uh, a Bates that, is that guy, guy right now, though. Bates right, is, right, right. Bates is the Chris Cooley type. Um, he is such a Chris Cooley type. He's bigger than Cooley, too. That's I, the crazy I thought thing. it'd be, be Samus Ray because he, you know, I think he would be better at. You know, lead or inline blocking, and he would yeah. standard drop back blocking and pass protection. Um, I just, I just think in my mind, but I'm not on the field with him every day, so right. He does have all the measurables: long arms, muscles. Yeah. You know. oh, we lost Derek for yeah, a second. We lost our guest, Shy Guns. What up, the great one, the man who usually picks most of the scores close. Our buddy out in uh and he's won twice in fantasy football. So. He has won twice in the FanDuel League. Shy guns, what up? What up? What up? Thank you for joining us. Go pack go. No. 
but he's a he's a Packers fan stuck in uh, Chicago. So much respect to Shotguns, our boy. Uh, so moving on down to the Cowboys, uh, they talked about it earlier. Tony Pollard with the plantar fasciitis, fasciitis. Couple dudes, Micah Parsons is a hip. I, I'm sure he'll be fine. Micah Parsons though went from full practice to limited. You hate seeing the downgrade. That's true, especially midweek. I, I don't usually hate it. it fuck it, usually, it's an upward. <laughs> I'm talking thing. about yeah, it from a Dallas perspective. I'm I'm trying to yeah. be objective in my language. Perspective, Cowboys. Washington highlights says fullback yeah. Reyes. That would be sick. He's right. He plow through some. I like to be gun. I want to be good gun on punt. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, he's no Kansas. He ran four four or some shit, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, He's not Cam Sims and DeShazer ever. Is he on the kickoff right. team? Uh, I don't know. I, I believe he's on kick coverage. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott full yesterday, full today. Noah Brown placed on the IR for a groin. So that's our week 14 injury report. Any closing thoughts on the injuries, fellas? Our injury report looks a lot better right now than it did yesterday. It yesterday does. I was sweating because there was no Landon, no Jamin, no JD. You know, uh, no well, Wes is still not done, but still, I mean, there was four legitimate contributors, starters, not play, not practicing at all. Three of those so, four practiced is encouraging. Um, I would just like to add, you know, fuck Ezekiel Elliott, fuck Michael Parsons. I don't even know Sean McKeon, fuck him too. Tony Pollard, fuck you. My phone, <laughs> phone, make sure all your kids don't Your grow. record label and your motherfucking crew, that's right. Right. Do you know what <laughs> Fuck you too, you know. <laughs> oh, man. So, Derek, let me, let me move on to this next piece. So, we talked about injuries. We've talked about the people on offense, the people on defense. We highlight a few people. You know, give me someone who we should be watching on offense and defense, man. Give me one player who you think we should be looking at on both sides of the ball that the team needs to isolate or focus on in their game planning. So on offense, the one guy that scares me more than anybody is C.D. Lamb because they move that guy in the slot. They move him out wide. They'll run jet sweeps with him. You know, he's kind of their gadget guy on offense. Uh and as far as defense goes, man, it's Michael Parsons if he plays. Michael, yeah. Par- he's a game wrecker. I, I don't feel that's, that's I don't the guy feel that like that's going to happen if he plays linebacker. I don't fear right. the guy at linebacker. Yeah. If, if he doesn't end up playing, I think the guy that scares me is Tank Lawrence. I mean, he's coming back. He just got healthy. He's got fresh legs. And he's killed us in the past. Yeah, that's true. He what's it, what was his injury he coming off of? Anybody remember? Uh, I don't remember. He's been out. He was out all season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I can't remember what it was for because I just wasn't paying that much attention to Dallas until here recently when we started coming up on Dallas week. Yeah. That's, uh, how, it, so, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Phil, who do you think we should be looking for? On offense, Tony Pollard. Um, Good call. Good call. I I think as Tony Pollard goes, Dallas goes. It's not as Zeke goes because Zeke's had bad games and they've played well. It's how Tony Pollard goes because he opens up things for Zeke. His 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 how he runs the ball seems to when he has a good game, Zeke. You know, it helps Zeke. Um, but Tony Pollard's got an offense. 
on defense. I mean, not Randy Gregory because we always shut him down. Um, right. I don't care if you got Dick Gregory. I don't give a fuck about none of them dudes, man. Micah. It's Micah Parsons. Whether yeah. or not he plays will have a huge bearing on this game. Yeah. What about you, Dev? Offense, defense, who are you looking for? Dak Prescott, uh, yeah. basically. I think he holds all the keys. He's a guy that touches the ball every play. He's an uh, outstanding quarterback, and contrary to what everybody thinks, that was my first choice in the offseason who to get a quarterback was Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah, I like Dak, uh, too. I like him, too, man. I, you know, but, you know, Sunday, fuck Dak Prescott, too. Nah. <laughs> but, you know, I, on defense – I, I guess I mean I would I would definitely say uh, Gregory and Lawrence and, and and those in the gang in the pass rush, but I think we'll we'll kind of stick to our same formula and uh, run ball controlled offense. So I'm a I'm gonna go with Diggs, yeah. only because only because I want to show it at him. I wanna uh, I wanna abuse him like we did the last time we played him. So. You basically want Terry just to run him all over the field, huh? No, I want Curtis to do it this time. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Curtis. Is, this is going to be Curtis's game. I feel like this is going to be a Curtis game, and I don't know why I feel that way. I have no inside information, but I feel like this is going to be the game they saved him for. I sure hope so. It would be interesting. I mean, look, realistically, I don't know. I don't know if teams are. Are, I don't think teams are keen on Curtis right now. I think they still think he's hurt. He's still on a, on a pitch count. And that may work to our advantage where teams just, you know, are sleeping. He's yeah. one of those guys that he all he needs to do is turn it once and he could go. Hell, he carried the ball one time. He got three yards up the middle on a dime. Then he had another catch and it was like a first down. So it's yeah. not like he's out there wasting yards. You know, it's interesting, Dev, you say that because you're like the third person I've heard today that has said this is Curtis Samuel's breakout game. This is it. This is the one. Interesting. Yeah, on offense, I'm I'm watching for Dalton Schultz. Uh, I'm just uh, – until I see us consistently isolate and, and – You will always pick the hold, tight end. I'll always pick the tight end. It, it's just – it, What I'm tight ends killed us this year, though, besides, besides Charger? What tight end killed us? Um, well, Waller exactly. didn't play. No, we've given up some plays to tight ends. I Man, you know, you're going to make me go back and look. But while I'm doing that, that uh, backup from the for the for the Raiders had a few catches against us, and he's a backup. Yeah, but everybody has a few catches. I mean, well, who killed us? Though? And he almost had a touchdown if it wasn't for Cole Holcomb. Yeah. Because Cole Holcomb's a lot better that's than a, any of y'all. That's another one. That's going to be a very I, hard I, loss. I want people to play. start giving Cole Holcomb his flowers. I love Cole Holcomb, man. Love y'all, Cole Holcomb. I, I had to hear this offseason how Jamin Davis is the only athletic linebacker we have. I'm like, have y'all been watching this yeah. guy, Cole Holcomb? Man, Holcomb, got my two, game ball, Holcomb got my game ball two weeks in a row for defense. That's he crazy. Made two, he made two good players, but y'all know the one where Lamar with Lamar. Where Deshaun Jackson caught the out on the sideline, he just ran up to the sideline like it was his area to guard to cover three. Yeah. Like, he never gets deep enough. Somebody always gets behind him. He's got to make an amazing play because he's out of position, not because he made an amazing play. You should have let the dude get behind you in the first place run up, uh, up the scene. You carry the you carry the guy that run across your zone to cover three, bro. 
You cover him every time you you run with him. When he cautions your face, it's fundamentals. He never does it right. But whenever he knocks the ball down, everybody's like, oh, he's so great. No, he's not. He's fucking out of position, dog. He just made yeah. up for it. He's yeah, athlete. well, Bobby McCain's always out of position, and he doesn't make yeah, plays. Yeah, fuck Bobby McCain, too. He's trash. He's just man. bad. He's let me finish, let me finish my, my episode. So going back to what you said, Dev. So Knox did a number on us from Buffalo. Kelsey ate it, tore us a new asshole for 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, what's his name from the Packers? Tanyan, 63 yards and a touchdown. So I'd say three, three, three guys maybe. I don't. Did the Denver? Let's see. Did Noah Fant do anything to us? Uh, no. I think, I think, so, I think so Chargers. Three, three Chargers, right? Park yeah, Park Chargers. Chargers. I didn't count that. That was um, what was his name? Damn, he went off on us. It was uh, Jared Cook. Cook. Five for fifty-six. Yeah, but they were crucial catches too. And then on defense, I'm looking for. You said it, Dev. I'm with you, Trevon Diggs. I think Trevon Diggs is the wild card because if he can check Terry, then that allows their front seven to focus on the run which is what we've been doing because we don't have any other well i'm not gonna say that because deandre carter's coming into his own slowly so and curtis sam has been playing so maybe that maybe what i just talked myself into is our our winning our winning game plan they think we're gonna run they isolate terry and that opens up curtis and, and deandre and john bates who knows um Chai Gun says, this is the game that Taylor will outperform Dak. Bro. I'll tell you right now, if, if, Taylor has, if Taylor has like a Tampa Bay type, at least the Tampa Bay type game against Dallas, man, he'll never, he'll never not, nobody ever talk about him again losing his job, I don't think, for at least the rest of the season. Yeah. I think they'll leave him alone. I think that's the, Lord Dallas, people Dallas still, will be the game, people man. still talk about Colt McCoy getting 250 yards right. against Dallas. Right. Like, that was just the most McCoy amazing won four games in a row. in the history of mankind. If Colt uh, McCoy still, had a won four games in a row and then beat Dallas and did it in Dallas, Dallas, Colt McCoy would still be a Washington quarterback right now. Colt McCoy survived in Washington <laughs> for like three more years because of that one Dallas right. game, I think. Uh, Ryan yeah, Elias. Because he had pictures of uh, Jay Gruden and a walrus in a com compromising position. Everybody did. Uh, Ryan uh, Elias says, if Holcomb can lock up like he did last week, I think Dalton should be this. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I, yeah, I truly hope so. That's what it is. Um, Thomas Thomas says, Dak Prescott, Micah Parsons. Those are his two. Pressure on Heineke. Dallas's corner has a lot of in the INT. She's talking about Trevon Diggs, but he's given up a lot of TDs, yards, very low in coverage control. Basically, he does his own thing, gets it from time to time. Let Terry abuse him Sunday, and we'll be good also. Yeah. Hey, go Steve, you got, you got pro football focus, right? I do. Hey, what was what was Holcomb's pass defense grade? It can't be good, man. All this y'all saying he did a good job. I mean, he made two good pass plays, but he gave up a lot of stuff, man. Hey, so correct me if I'm curious. wrong, but Holcomb coming out of North Carolina, he was thought of as a pass coverage linebacker, right? Because he was undersized. Right, he was, he's a he fat, was quick. He's fast. Right. Man, all I'm saying is that. I mean, he ain't Jeff Bostic bad. That dude's – oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that, man. You know, y'all talking about how everything changed when Landon moved the linebacker. Everything changed when Bostic got hurt at linebacker. As soon as he got hurt, everybody played better, man. Yeah. Like, I'm instantly that game. Like, that game when he got hurt, that's when it all got better. And St. Juice had been playing, they got better too. He was getting beat like fucking – like he stole something. St. Juice was like actually Saint starting Juice. to come around nicely, and then he got hurt. Man, he got burnt up. Then he got a concussion like three straight games. Yeah, that well, uh, that, that's scary, actually. That's scary. 
I honestly, I would, I would sit St. Juice for the rest of the season at this point. Yeah, he's got. He's in what multiple? It was a two concussions so far. Is that three, where he, that three. Was, three? Yeah, yeah. He's he, got that Jordan Reed going on. Yeah, Jordan, we, we don't three. need that man. Yeah, we don't need that. So who are we looking for? We're looking for. Did you said last Cole week? Cole Hokel's past uh, grade defensive grade, or whatever last week. What was last week? That was week um, 12, 13, 13 for us. Thirteen for us. All right. Hold yeah. On. I will. I will. It can't be good. I, I'm good if I'm wrong. I'm wrong, man. But I felt like he did make some plays. They were like, "Oh my god, he's burnt." Oh, he made a play. Like it was like that to me. It wasn't like, "Oh, he's there. He got it." I feel like every yeah. time they throw over the middle, he's gonna like let the dude behind. Him. I'm I don't interested know, man. to see what the, what that's what the score was for last week. Well, let's let's just take a look. Let me bring it up here. This is week 13. I hope someone double check while I'm doing is that week 13 is the actual right right week because I hope it is. I used to have all an right. all 22 membership. No, I don't. I need to get that back. The, hey, when you buy a Washington football team season ticket as a benefit, you get red zone. And I think all 22 is included in red zone. I think a gay NFL game day ticket. Um all right, so Cole Holcomb, I'm still scrolling. I'm still scrolling. I'm still scrolling. What is this right here? This is all linebackers from week 13. I need to make is sure. That that great? Yeah, you see how far down we are right now? I'm trying to tell you, man. I I, I mean, I'll watch the games, man. And I I mean, I, yeah, I, I kind of feel good at, at knowing defensive yeah. coverages. But I I'm like, he's man, got I, don't, a... I, don't think he, I don't think he played well. And I, I know he made some plays when he needed them. And that's really all that matters. But I'm like, man, he gave up. Like that key on that third and like just like 13 out to fucking uh, Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. He like just left him and went to the well, sideline. Let let, let's, let's also consider you're putting Cole Holcomb, a linebacker, on Deshaun freaking. Man, he, wasn't, he wasn't on him. He was standing in his zone. Deshaun goes right where he's at. And he just runs opposite direction. And dude just runs behind him wide open. I'm in a zone. You're not guarding the dude. You're guarding the area when he runs it, and then latching hold of him. He don't even do it. He just stands there when the ball's in the air, then he reacts. He's quick enough most times. We can make a play like he did the other day. But when you watch the game, the complete game, he's like, if they wanted, to, they was literally picking that dude out. There was he literally they was picking on him, man. Everywhere he was at, they was throwing at him or Jamin Davis, man. You watch the There's no game. way Cole Holcomb was like 146. Man, look, yes, I told yes, you. Yes. I told you he's got an overall grade of 49. I told y'all. I mean, the guy can't, the guy's not playing good on defense, on coverage. I try to tell you, man. Men lie, women lie, numbers never lie, bro. Hardy Nickerson. 115. He ranked 115th last week. Ready to go right there. Overall. Overall. Right. Right. And I don't think he's a bad linebacker. I just think. That's his overall rating. What's his pass grade? That's I think that a lot of those him. situations that he was in, Landon Collins would have been there. And who's not really a great coverage guy himself, but in those coverage, kind of are you saying coverage? Coverage grade, right? right? All right, coverage let's work my coverage and let's find. Yeah, out. he wants coverage grade. Watch him be a hundred or some shit. No, it was in the sixties. <laughs> it was like sixty-four. Here we go. His coverage grade, Mister Holcomb. So he's probably about average. I'm assuming then, huh? Is that an average. They have it. Did they have I'll like take average over, uh, over some of the other shit we've seen at linebacker? This, this is for the season you're looking at now, not just last game, right? No, he was 
129 in pass. Yeah, 48. What's that, 48 right there? 48. He was better in the run. 61 yeah. in the run. So, yeah, maybe he didn't have – I felt like he had a decent game, though. It, it wasn't – I didn't see him have a bad game, but you, you're Man, right. He had you, a you bad – I think he had a bad game. I, just, I think he had a bad game. It was just that he – in those two spots where you needed him not to let some dumb shit happen, he didn't let some dumb yeah. shit happen. Yeah, and, it was and the that, week prior where he was all over the place. I probably he probably had a good game that week. I ain't never seen. I'll be I fine with him seen. getting burned a couple times as long as he blows up Zeke like he did last year. Yeah, oh, yeah I'd rather him get burned than fucking. I'm telling. I know it's going to happen. I'm calling right now. The last two games, McCain has been burned twice. Oh, he's awful. Touchdown. He's so and, bad. He's terrible. And, and he, awful. it's the same thing. He'll come up and do the run right behind. Him. So I'm waiting on it's going to happen. C.D. Lamb, two touchdowns. We're calling it right yeah. in the middle. And I'm sure they would have called pass interference on that if he wasn't wearing black gloves. Yeah. Or didn't turn his head around the last second. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Chagun says, uh, I had your winning, but Dev changed my mind. I'm sorry. He didn't actually interfere. Yeah, I, don't, don't give up my predictions yet, uh, Chagun. So I'll tell you in private, yeah. man. He said, I, I said you could win, but he but he said you're not good at home. So, all right. Pigpen Hale, yeah, Redskins. That, Hale, that's right. The game's going to be just slightly louder because Steve and I are going to be there on Saturday. That's right. That's right. That's going to be very interesting and fun. We'll see. All well, right. My, girl, my girlfriend asked, had the audacity to ask me. She didn't ask me if she knew the answer, but she had a wedding. She had a plus one. It was like, hey, I got this wedding. I said, what is it, Sunday? Huh? I didn't even answer it. She already knew what that was going to be. Who gets married on Sunday, man? Who yeah, you don't do anything on, Sunday, on Sundays bro. on football season. That's just so interesting. Guys, you know who gets married on Sundays? Guys who don't bet on football, but will bet on That's the what John oh, you know what? Do it in the day. summer. Do it in the spring. It's cheaper this time of year, dude. It is. It is so man. much cheaper. Go to the courthouse. Yeah, just to the peace. Yeah. Hey, Derek. Use some, so, some vacation. Washington wins if. Oh, man. What do okay. we got to do? Washington wins if we can control the clock. And I'm actually going to say Gibson has at least 65 yards rushing. Okay. Only and I have a reason why I say 65. Only he said at That's... least 65. Probably going to fumble. That's going to be the reason. <laughs> hey, Deb, okay. don't, put, don't, don't put that so, out there, man. I've said it every game. He hasn't fumbled like two games. Fumbled lately. Yeah. So Washington so is like – Washington, I believe, is – yeah. We're 6-1 this season. Maybe that's not right, but it's close. We're 6-1 and one or 4-1 and one when Gibson has at least 61 yards rushing. Okay. The only game we lost where he had more was uh, L.A. Chargers week one. Yeah. We should have won that yeah, game. Let him off the hook. And yeah. he fumbled that ball fucking game. He did. Man, Crucial you have down not let him. go of him fumbling since then. Yeah. Man. So, he Dev. Got, he leads the league in fumbles. Dev, he also leads the division, the entire – no, NFC in he rushing. He leads the NFC in rushing. Which is crazy. Yeah. But, Dev, what do we got? What did Washington wins if, man? What do you got? Oh, if everybody plays that we hope plays. Like, if Landon plays – uh, if Jamin plays, uh, that's maybe if he plays. Like, like we need uh, all hands on deck, man. We need a, uh, we need to be healthy for this game. It's a yeah. big game for us. I mean, if we lose, I don't think it's the end of the world, which a lot of people will be acting like. But because we got them again, we got the Eagles twice again, and we got the Giants again. 
It's not the end of the world. We're still in the playoffs if we lose. It is. You just never want to lose to Dallas. And right. we're con- we are Same considerably hyping this game on social media, on Twitter, the fans. Man, the team. Because McCarthy, we swept them last year. And we're McCarthy, on a game McCarthy, streak. McCarthy guaranteed a win, though. Yeah. I had to he say did. this, though. I had to say this, though. I, there's one thing what, I like McCarthy. about McCarthy doing that. One thing I like about McCarthy doing that. It's putting this rivalry back front and center. I'll tell you what, McCarthy, man. Guarantee your insulin levels are good. I love that. Guarantee your (laughs) belt. Guarantee you ain't got to drill a hole in your belt. He's been an awful coach in Dallas. Like I think they're winning despite him, believe it or not. Yeah. He's made some bonehead calls, clock management. It, I saw like midseason they did like a breakdown. It's, he's made some just stupid decisions. Um, I, Thomas, go ahead. I think they've looked a lot better. Like last week, they looked a lot better than they have the rest of the season. They played the fucking Jets, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you played the Jets. Uh, Thomas says, we win if we play like the last four weeks, control the clock, and turnovers were golden. That's right. Marcus says, Washington wins if Taylor Heineke being efficient with the ball and use our speed versus Dallas defense and our defense being disciplined and running gaps. And Bobby McCain don't get beat. Well, that last part's going to happen. Bobby McCain's going to get beat. He's going to be out of position. Every game is twice. Gets beat twice. Every game. Yeah. Every point the last two games have been because McCain's gotten beat. You guys realize that, right? Every touchdown we've given up in the last two yeah. games have been because McCain's gotten beat. Yeah, McCain gets beat like a Salvation Army drum. It's it's bad. Yeah. What are you going to say, Derek? Uh, who like who on that Dallas front scares you when it comes to stopping the run game? Nobody. Nobody for Nobody. me. No? Yeah. It's the linebackers that do it. And, you know, it's funny. I, I had such – not such high hopes. Like – I was I asked you about two years ago. I was terrified of a healthy Van Der Esch, maybe three years ago, a healthy Van Der Esch and a healthy Sean Lee, like pre yeah. all the massive injuries. I'm like, those dudes are going to destroy us for years to come. And look at them both injured. And I think, I, I think Lee is out of the league. I don't even know what he's doing. I have no idea what that guy's doing. Yeah. Jalen Smith too. He's yeah. gone. Jalen Smith. Yeah, that's right. Don't mess around. But Phil, what's your uh, Washington wins if? You're muted. Talking to me. How that happened? Yeah. Anyway, all right. Washington wins if two things. One, we don't go one dimensional. Balance, balance, yeah. balance. Leaning towards running the ball, but balance, balance, balance. The other one is that we contain Dallas. You're not going to stop them. You're not going to shut them down. This is not going to be a game where we can go in there and win like 17-3 or something like that. Dallas is going to get some movement. They're going to move the ball. You have to contain them. You have to keep them between 20s. Keep them to kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. Those are the, that, that that's going to be the key is us controlling the ball and us bend but not breaking on defense. Fair pick pin hail. Redskins says D is playing, offense is playing. Be nice for our special team to do something. Big return would be nice to see for once. Yeah, special teams not playing bad. We're We've not had playing some good returns this year. DeAndre Carter, DeAndre Carter already has one kickoff return for a touchdown this year, and it's been and nice. he's one of the better return men in the league. Yeah, on Tony Shivers, what's up, Tony? 
Flowers will be ready to scrap again. That's right. Hope Flowers is healthy enough to play. I love it. wants to throw hands. That's right. And I'll tell you what, man. I was a I was a West Schweitzer guy left guard beginning of the season. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was. But Flowers has become Bro. my favorite lineman on the team, man. Killing I'm a West Schweitzer guy at right favorite. guard after this season. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. definitely. I'm a West Schweitzer guy at center if he's not. No, <laughs> not really. I like me and Devin been have been on the West like Schweitzer really, yeah. like really. train. We like guys. You understand. And Flowers has become this way. It's funny because he was not like this in New York at all. But Flowers is a dude who at guard has found his game, and he's now, because he's confident, he's now got a mean streak about him too that he did not have before. And I think as a rookie and coming you know, on the Giants being such a high pick, he had such pressure on him being a left tackle. And he just, you know, yeah. I think it was just fortuitous for us to find him at the right spot as a, as a guard. And then what we lost him for one year to where did he go? Miami? Miami. Yeah. Miami. And then he's back home. So he got I mean, hurt at Miami to his defense, I guess. Yeah, that's okay. Um Jason Dow says, Welcome to the stream, brother. Uh mix up the play calls, keep Dallas, Dallas defense on the hills. That's on their heels. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna go with the stuff you guys already said. So for me on offense, it's just run the ball. Run the ball. Have you ever seen the blind side? Run the dang ball. You know, she calls down to the guy on the field, run the dang ball. Don't don't deviate from what we've been doing. No one's been able to stop it. You run the ball. You control the clock. We've been killing folks with time and possession. We did the math before last game before Rod. It was like 114 to uh, 60 something was our, our last three games of TOP. And don't change. Don't don't change it. And then on defense, I I would say isolate CD Lamb. If we can figure out CD Lamb, I think I think we can figure out the rest. Amari's not healthy. I think we can figure the rest the rest out. That's just me. Put William Jackson in man coverage. Yeah, not in <laughs> zone. Jack Del Rio. Run, run, run. That's You're right. Let me add a second part to mine, Steve. Yeah. What's up? Uh, let me. I want to add a second part to my Washington wins. If. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so defensively, I think we can win if we get interior pressure on Dak Prescott. Because I think that that ankle is still bugging him, and he's not going to be able to get up and out of the pocket super easy. So I think if we can get that interior pressure, if we can get that interior pressure, John Allen and Deron Payne have a big day. I think we're not going to have any problems. I think Allen's the key, honestly. Yeah, he's with someone. Someone in the group, the the Western Football Addicts Facebook group. You haven't joined? Please join. Join. Flashed a uh, a graphic that showed top. Top ten uh, defensive lineman, and we had John Allen and Deron Payne in there, and they also flashed a top ten um, safeties. And Cam Curl made the list, which is crazy. But I also yeah, think we'll that have two you or know, three guys on the top one hundred. Uh, you probably do. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I think we'll also win if I can find a proper moonshine. Hey, so Georgia, Georgia moonshine that's brewed uh, that was distilled in Kentucky. What's going on with that? Why? Why is that a thing, Dev? You tell me. You gotta, Georgia boys moved to Kentucky, man. Georgia I'm Peach Moonshine. I'm a Georgia boy that went to Kentucky. Kentucky, man. Kentucky, Come on, got to do better. Got to do better, Georgia. It's still good though. T Ho, welcome you, to the uh, stream. You, you gonna bring that on Sunday? Uh I sure will. I'll be driving, but you could. You can have you want. <laughs> I'll sip on it a little bit. Um, I can't too much. I have to drive home. That's true. <laughs> Justin, what's up, brother? Thanks for joining us. HTTR, that's right. Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Washington football team. Hail to and, the commanders. Hey, while we're here now, 
Yeah, the commanders. Hey, scoring predictions. So we do this every week. I really, really, really want to give you know give this away. What we're still giving away, we're trying to give it away, is a signed Bryce Love pylon from training camp last year. Please, someone get the score right so we can give this away. We don't get this play by the end of the season. I said I was going to give it to Phil, but maybe we'll just we'll find a way to give it to if somebody. I don't else. steal I don't it from his house this weekend. That's true. That's true. So <laughs> everyone, get your score predictions in the chat. I'm going to log everything. I always we always reshow them on Sunday. Right now, I have Thomas Millen already with 34-31 watching the football team. That's Thomas Millen. So, Derek, we're going to start with you, man. What do you got oh for a score, man? Just throw it out there. Throw okay. it out there. Well, before right. we do that, I'm going to tell you right now the spread right now is Dallas. Minus four and a half. So Dallas is a four and a half point favorite at FedEx. No field. respect. I thought no respect. I thought really it moved to four. Point spread. Didn't it move to four? It depends the... where you. It depends where you go. Like the on my oh. bookie, that's where I place my bets. It just says four and a half on uh, Yahoo Sports. It says right now. I'll tell you the Dallas spread on Yahoo Sports says four. So it, it depends where you go. Four and a half, four. But gotcha. that's that's the spread. So give us your thoughts. What do you think? All right, so I don't care about the spread. I'm got my gut feeling on this one. I want Washington to win. We're going to win. It's Dallas week. I'm fired up. Y'all are fired up. The whole fan base is fired up right now. And with everything that Carthy came out with today and said, I think Ron Rivera is going to be fired up. All the players are going to be fired up. They're going to be hot, ready to go. I'm going to take Washington 24-21. So 24 24- 21 Washington football team. That's that's our that's our boy Derek. Okay. Bill, you can be next. All right. Well, it ain't gonna be easy because nothing ever is, especially with this franchise. But I am picking Washington to win 20 to 17, and it's gonna be a close one all the way to the end. Hi, Dev. You're up, man. Oh, man. I think Dallas wins, man. Okay, you can say you're going to say psych. No, I I think Dallas, and I don't want them to win. Uh, I've I've come up with all kinds of reasons why I think we should win, but I really think that. It's got to run out sooner or later on these injuries, man. We've got a lot of guys that keep going down, and we've, we've managed to keep winning despite it. I, I'm willing to bet my money as far as some fan duel and the betting that we win just because I'm that much of a fan. But if you ask my honest opinion, I think that we're probably in for a disappointment, at least this one. I have a split in the beginning of the year, so I don't yep. want to – Renege on that now. Playing again um, in a few weeks. Yeah, I had us win. I had them splitting uh, this year. So if we win this one, I think we're going to lose the next one either way. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think this time it's just too many injuries, man. I think that we have too many injuries to stop them from scoring 17, 18 points. I think they'll score at 20 points regardless of what we do. It's going to be hard to make that up. So give me a score. Let's uh, <laughs> it out. 1715. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. 17, 15. Hey, for those who don't know, I didn't realize this last week. Dev had to school me. Our last two games we won 17 to 15. And it never crossed my mind like shit, that was a score. But 
So okay. So for real, what you got? Seventeen fifteen. Okay. I won't I won't so Dallas. I'm just gonna say seventeen fifteen. What is that one? Man, you gotta pick a team. You always got you know we always pick a team. Come on. Pick us win seventeen fifteen. Fuck it. You taught me into it. All right. So uh, all right. I'm gonna be the lone dissenter. I got Dallas winning this game 34 uh, 31. I, I, I hate to How say you gonna me out of it and then pick them? I like, no, I just wanted you to get a score. I don't care what you would have picked. I just said pick a score. I got Dallas winning this thing 34 31. I'm not putting any money on it. It's gonna be a close ass game. Um, I think we're gonna play better than what we played, but I, I Dallas being full up. If Parsons plays, I, mean, I think they're just gonna be full up and we're just not gonna be there yet. So um, I think it's going to come down to the next game we play. We play them um, in, on my birthday, on the 26th, and I think that's going to be uh, the real showdown. Every other week, man, Dallas, Philly, Dallas. What what gives? I don't think I've ever seen that before. Someone ever. said, uh, I don't know if it was in our group that said that. Someone on Twitter said it was like a test that NFL were doing that they're going to consider doing that to all the divisions next year. Oh, my gosh. Never done that. All right, well, let's recap the score. So Thomas Millen has 34-31 Washington. T.O. has 2017 Washington. Marcus has 27-24 Washington. Jason Dow, 28-17 Washington. Our boy Derek, the Burgundy boss, has 24-21 Washington. Ryan uh, Elias, I hope I'm saying that right, 23-17 Washington. Phil, 2017 Washington. Dev, 17-15 Washington, and I am the lone loser who picked Dallas to win 34-31. So I'll 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 take that um scarlet letter. I'll wear it on my chest. But um yeah, that, that's that's where I think it's gonna I'll go. I'll also give you I have a I have this sneaking, sneaking feeling. And I don't know what it is. Yep. But I have this sneaking feeling that we're going to see a much more burgundy and gold crowd at this game. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. Um, I remember... You got to remember, the the, the Giants fans tried to show out week two, but we were there. That was a division game. Yeah. Um, I remember 2018. We were on that run earlier in the season. You know, the, the... the the Alex Smith check down Charlie victories. Um and when we won that game against Dallas at home and that crowd was loud in support of Washington. Right. I think we're going to see that again this week. I think it's going to be a it's it, is it going to be RFK levels of, of uh Dallas week? No, nothing's ever going to touch that. But yeah. I think that this is going to be one of the best crowds we've had in the last couple of years. Um, 2020 notwithstanding, we didn't have any crowd. But I think that this is going to be a game where the crowd is going to come into play in favor of the home team. That's actually why I'm picking Washington to win. I do think there will be a little bit of a home field advantage for Washington for the first time in a while in Washington. I sure hope so, man. Every time I go to a Dallas game, it's nothing but blue. And let's let's make this one different. I know the ticket prices have been jack, jacking, jacked up, jacking up. But you know, let's we got to show up for this one because we we win this one seven and six or eight and five. Man, the implications of and we've got the and we got the tiebreaker if it comes down to it at that moment. Yeah, and Dallas's schedule, their yeah. remaining schedule is us, Giants, us, Arizona, Philly. So, yeah. and they've only won one game 
since November started, since September. And that was yeah. against the Jets. Hey, and December Dallas implodes, right? That's what December Dallas does. They just yeah. they I told everybody this. I, I especially told Kool-Aid, if he's listening, that, that you know, Dallas doesn't win in November, December, man. So there's a lot of conference games left. I like I wanted to win. I really think we could win. I just think the injuries, it's just a it's a lot. Yeah, it's it a lot. lot. That is actually another thing because if all those guys who are showing as going from did not practice too limited are fine enough to be effective on Sunday, then the injuries aren't nearly as big a deal. Right. Yeah. So, fellas, let's close this one out. Hey, Derek, we want to thank you for for joining us, man. Um, And congratulations on starting your podcast. So if you haven't already done so, go follow Derek on Twitter at at Burgundy Boss, and that is spelled correctly with an A, Burgundy yes. Boss. That is not an error. It's not a typo. So go follow him on Twitter, and you'll see his, um, his link for his podcast. Hopefully he'll get the link up in his bio if he doesn't already have one. With, uh, you'll get the mic up. That, that was yeah, me. Yeah, go get a link tree. Get all the links established in one place. You can put it one link. gets you to everything. And then, uh, yeah, man, so appreciate you joining us, Derek. Really, really do. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I really feel like one of the one of the members of the family when I'm in here, you know? Yeah. We love you, man. We love you. And uh like I, I mean, look, you know, the family got a little smaller earlier this season, but we're always willing to bring in other members. <laughs> I know that's right. And it's crazy too because I was talking to him about like meeting up and going to a soccer game, you know, and all of a sudden he just fell into this big black hole. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, literally. <laughs> The black hole, huh? <laughs> no, he, he yeah. Rod, Rod had a big that's, travel, that's joke. travel, travel path for work too. Though he was out of the country, he was traveling everywhere. So you probably hit him during that time too. Yeah, Rod's a, a military fan. He got a he got yeah. way more important jobs than addicts, man. Yep, salute, salute, oh, salute to Rod. But yeah, so we'll we'll try to see everyone Sunday pregame. Um, we do we do have a surprise thing coming up. I think tomorrow we'll just go ahead and leak it tomorrow we're going to try to have a show for our 100th episode um we'll go ahead and drop the uh the banner tonight so you'll see it on social media for our 100th episode we'll do a little something something and then sunday uh we'll do a pregame, probably a little bit earlier i think phil and i try to go live from the the stadium in the parking lot in the red zone lot just depends on which one of us can actually get a decent signal signal. laptop yeah so that's to be determined uh might just give it to dev and say hey dev you run with this so we'll we'll see what happens inmates are ruining uh prison where they say it is the saying goes inmates run the asylum pig pen thanks for joining us It, it, it has been a pleasure uh marcus says i'll post on my facebook group see you guys center for the game yes sir yes sir um I think uh, Marcus's group, sports sports group two, I think he calls it, uh, always posting in our group. Thank you for always uh, joining. Me too. Yep. Um, yeah. Hey, everyone. As always, and, go ahead, Derek. And I'm I'm doing a pregame uh, show Saturday night. I'll be putting out a podcast uh, on my channel, previewing the uh, Dallas game as well. Okay, yep. yeah, be sure I'll to go listen out. to it. Retweet it. Share yes. it. Let's get Derek some listens. Tiho, thank you. Have a good night. Thomas, yep. Good night. Cheers to Victory Sunday. I so, man. It's going to be miserable there, but the weather's going to be nice for Sunday. And uh, I, I thought it was going to rain. Watch out for poop. It was going to rain. No, it, now it's going to rain Saturday. There you go. And it's actually Saturday's going to be in the upper 60s. 
So Ooh, we really lucked out on some on some temperatures because it's freaking cold up here. It's in the 30s right now, so right. we're getting lucky. Yeah, T Hill, like we said earlier, the ticket prices have been have been jumping up, man. It's been crazy. Yeah. But it's a Dallas game. They always increase for Dallas, and then because it actually has meaning for the first time in. I don't know. I thought, the, I thought the tickets were expensive when we got them, Steve. Yeah. 2012? 2012, yeah, versus Dallas. Um, Tony, good stuff. Yeah, appreciate it, bro. Thank you for coming, man. Always love love, love, love kicking it with you on the stream. So And maybe, and maybe that's a good thing because, you know, uh, dare I say it, it, maybe it discourages all the white trash Dallas fans from showing up. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, Can't man. afford a ticket. You know what? Can't afford a ticket. As one of the only three Somebody, other minorities on the show, I didn't say that. <laughs> wow. I'm ethnic enough to say it. It's okay. What are you going to say, Derek? Uh, I, I heard Ron, uh, he was doing a press conference, and he gave an answer. Somebody asked him about uh, you know, the whole David and Goliath thing, and he wanted to remind everybody, hey, remember when David became king, he was king for 30 years. So yeah. watch out. Yeah. True. That's I very true. It. I love that. That is such yeah. a good response. That's not, it's like yeah. you didn't just slay the giant, you became king. And that's a clever, that's a and clever one. To know that we could not only beat him and win a yeah. division, we could be the only team to win a division back to back in like 25, 30 Since years. 2004 was the last right. time. That's the wow, longest streak in, in the NFL. By but far. by saying you're slaying Goliath, I feel like we're putting Dallas up on a pedestal. I don't want to do that. Hey, it's American. I get what he's saying. We're still, we're still the NFC East champions until someone takes that from us. That's right. That's right. Until that happens, we're still reigning NFC champs. But all right, so everyone. Go follow Derek on Twitter. Go go listen to his uh, podcast, The Burgundy Boss. He's going to be putting out some good content here in the future. Derek, you always got three guests. If you need someone to fill in and, and need some need someone to chat with, man, you can always hit us up. You know, we'll be there for you. So, yeah, with that being said, it, as always, peace and hail. Mm-hmm.